Have you ever had something bad in your life happen and you wrongly blame the wrong person? And did it hurt your relationship with them? Well, sometimes people do that towards God. We're going to talk about it in today's episode. Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and thank you for joining me for this episode of the Hope for Healing, Faithful Living podcast. In our previous episode, I shared with you that what we think of God matters, and that His Scripture tells us in Hebrews eleven six, and without faith it is impossible to please Him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that He is, and that He rewards those who seek Him. So clearly, the Scripture tells us that what we think about God. What we believe about God matters. And we saw in Mark chapter 9, where two blind men were calling out to Jesus. And he asked them, do you believe I'm able to do this? Referring to healing or providing their needs, which was healing. And they said yes, and they did receive healing. And then in Mark chapter 6, we saw where in Jesus' own hometown, because of their lack of belief, because of how they saw Jesus as just one of them came from where they came from, and there was nothing special about Jesus, that because of how they perceived Jesus or what they thought about him, he could do no mighty work, the scripture says, in that town. And the Bible says in Hebrews 6, verse 6, it says he marveled because of their unbelief. And I want you to notice it says unbelief. It wasn't just that they didn't have a belief. They had unbelief. And let me share what I'm talking about. See, we can hear about the things of God, and we can choose to believe them or not believe, and that is unbelief. And see, if if we never even heard about it before, we know nothing about it, then, then, then there's no belief involved. But when the scripture talks about unbelief, it means you had the opportunity to hear and you chose not to believe. And we want to make sure that we don't have any unbelief in our life. And we need to do that by taking captive every thought that we have and submit it to the truth of God's word and just saying, whatever God's word says, that's what I'm going to believe. And then we take that into the area of believing that God is good. Let let me share a few scriptures that I shared last time. In Psalms 27, verse 13, it says, I'm still confident of this, that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Amen. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. God is a good God. Scripture is full about how God is good, that he is merciful, and that he is love. And we need to believe God is who he says he is. We need to believe that. Because if we don't think about God correctly, it will hinder our relationship with him. It will hinder our faith. It's easy to believe in somebody that you believe is love, that is good, that is faithful. It's easy to believe that and have faith that he will act on your behalf. But if we don't believe that God is good and faithful and that he loves us, it's going to be harder to believe that he will actually act on our behalf. Let me share with you Psalms 34 verse 8. It says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. God is inviting us to get to know him and see how good he is to experience his goodness. And and the more we experience his goodness, the more we want to experience him. And walk in fellowship with him. Amen. 
Let me share another scripture with you. Romans 2, 4 says, Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and patience, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? I may have shared this before on one of these episodes, but I was working with a man one time who just felt horrible, even though everything in his life was going good. And the reason was because he had walked away from God. He believed there was a God, but he was no longer desiring to move forward and grow in the things of God or do what God was asking him to do or anything to do with God. But yet he was having so many blessings in his life and it made him feel bad until he saw that scripture. Don't you know that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? And then he realized that the good things in his life that he was experiencing was God's way of showing, I love you. I want you to come back to me. I want you to be in fellowship with me. I love you, and I'm going to bless you even though you have kind of turned your back on me. See, he believed this is what God was saying to him. This is what this verse tells us. It says the goodness of God leads us to repentance. And honestly, God has been good to all of us, even if we haven't realized it. Let me share something else with we, with you about why believing the truth about God matters. Let me share this scripture with you. John 10, verse 10. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. Those are the words of Jesus. Then Psalms 119, verse 68 says, You are good and only do good. See, I've known people that blame God for the bad things in their life. They couldn't understand why God was causing the bad things or allowing the bad things to happen. When the truth was, it wasn't God's fault for those bad things that happened in their their life. God is a good God. And I've talked to people and they've quit desiring to grow in the things of God because they believe the bad things that happened in their life was God's fault or God's responsibility. But when they realize that God is good and the devil's bad, then they quit blaming God for the bad things that happened in their life and start blaming the person you should be blaming, and that's the devil. Let me share again what Jesus said. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. So if, if there's things in your life where the stealing, killing, and destroying in your life, then blame the right person. Blame the devil. He's the thief. And know that God does good and he is only good. Let me share James 1.17 with you. It says, every good gift and perfect gift, an amplified version says, free, large, and full gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all that gives light. See, everything in our life that's good comes from God. Everything that's bad, it doesn't come from God. Let me share something else with you. I've known people that their their babies died. And somebody would tell them, well, you know, God just decided to go ahead and take your baby. How would that make you feel if somebody told you that and you just lost your child? Would you be angry with God? You'd sure be tempted to. But see, that's not true. They're saying God took their baby. That's not true. We could say God received their baby, but to say God took their baby is to say God chose to do this. 
Well, does that line up with scripture? Psalms 91 verse 16 says, with long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. It's God's will that we have a long life. Even that baby who died as a baby, that wasn't God's will for them to die young. It was God's will for them to have a long life. That's what he promised. So then you have to go back to what Jesus said. The thief only comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. It was the thief. It was the devil. It wasn't God. So don't blame God. Or tell tell somebody that God just decided to take that baby. No, but praise God. I'm glad that, that we can have comfort in knowing that God receives that child if they die young. But God, that wasn't their plan for them. It wasn't his plan for them. See, what we think about God matters. And if we blame God for the bad things in our life, then we're not going to want to serve him. We're not going to want to draw near to him. And see, that's where the devil can get us off track. That's where our enemy can get us, get us off track by confusing us and blaming God who is good for the things that are bad. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, we demolish arguments in every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So we are to demolish every argument that sets itself up against the knowledge of God or the truth of God. So what does that mean? We look to the word of God and whatever we're thinking that doesn't line up with the word of God, then we take it captive. We demolish it. We destroy that thought and no longer have that wrong thought. We line ourselves up with the truth of God's word and think true about what the Bible says of God, who God is, his character, his nature, what he has promised to do in our lives. We're making it obedient to him and his word. See, if you want to have a good life, and I mean a life of peace and joy, then look to the word to see what God has said about himself. Look to the word to see what Christ has re- done for us through his redemptive work and believe it and act on it and confess it over yourself. And stop trying to figure things out on your own, saying, well, this happened, so God must be this way. Or I experienced this, so God must be this way. Or I prayed and this didn't happen, so it must not have been God's will. We don't determine God's will by experiences. We determine God's will by what he said in his word. So let's decide to walk in truth, which means we're walking in what the word says. Whatever it says, we believe it and receive it as his word and as truth. And when we do that, we start to taste and see that the Lord is good. I want you to know that God is good. He's always been good to you, even if you haven't realized it. He's always been good to you. He will continue to be good to you. And and we should desire to experience more and more of who he is by getting into his word and seeing who he says he is and acting on his word so that we can experience his promises in our life. God is good. Let's determine, let's be committed to seeking who God says he is and believing that. Believing it and acting on it and yielding to it. Any thought that we have that doesn't line up with the word, we have to take that captive and yield to the truth of God's word and start believing what God's word says. And sometimes the problem is we just don't know what it says. We think we're right. But we don't know what it says. That's why we got to get into the word. 
That's why we have to renew our minds. Renew our minds so that we think about God the way he, for, or for who he says he is. Amen. Thank you for joining me for today's podcast. I hope it's encouraged you. But get into the Word. I can't say that enough. Get into the Word. It's alive. It's living. It's powerful. It will impact you. It will change you. Again, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for listening. Until next time, may God's riches and best be yours.